Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, we're going through the book of John at the moment, so we're at the third chapter right now. So let me back up. We started with the first verse in the last episode, so let's set the context again. It says this, verse 1, Now, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you have come from God as a teacher, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And so as we saw uh, the last time, Nicodemus was coming to him, I think, sincere of heart, really wanting to know more about what what he had experienced and what was going on and who Jesus was. And Nicodemus, you know, being who he was, a Pharisee, the ruler of the Pharisees, uh, comes to Jesus, and he calls him rabbi and acknowledges that. And he wants to have some type of discussion here. Jesus just cuts to the chase. He says, unless you are born again, and it's really the idea, unless you are born from above, born from above, you cannot see the kingdom of God. So what was Nicodemus's response to that? Here's verse 4. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he's old? He cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born, can he? Jesus answered him, verse 5, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Verse 6, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is Spirit. So the context is that uh, Nicodemus is coming back and saying, how can somebody be born again after they're born? You, you can't re-enter your mother's womb and come out again. So he's taking it from a very literal, natural perspective, which is understandable. Okay, And Jesus comes back and says, no, no, what you've got to understand is this. Unless one is born of water, and a lot of times people will say that that's speaking of baptism and the like. I don't think that's what he's talking about because of the, the conversation. I think he's just saying, unless one is born of the flesh, unless you have been born as a human. And they say, well, why is that of water? You ever been around a birth? <laughs> it's a juicy experience, right? So unless one is born physically and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And the Spirit here is the, the Spirit of the Lord. Now, verse 6, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is the Spirit. So I think that gives us uh, understanding of what he's talking about. Verse 7, do not be amazed that I said to you, you must be born again. Now, there's some other interesting things related to this, just from how Nicodemus would have been receiving this uh, within the contemporary Judaism of his day. When someone who was a Gentile or a pagan, a non-Jew, when they converted to Judaism, a phrase that was used was that they had been reborn, that they were a new person, a new creature. And so he would have understood what Jesus is saying right here, is that the thing that I'm doing 
that the Lord was doing goes far beyond just answering these questions that a Pharisee might have. Okay, There's something else going on here. Verse 8, Jesus gives more detail about it. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but do not know where it comes from and where it is going. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. You say, well, what is that all about? What you, you know, Nicodemus was thinking the same thing because Jesus is just throwing this stuff out at him. And we'll actually see some of this develop as we progress through the, the balance of John. But what he's letting him know is, no, the thing that you're looking at, you're looking in the natural. He's saying, Nicodemus, you're looking at, okay, the teaching is this and that. And these miracles verify that you must be a great teacher, etc. He said, there's something more going on. You must be born again. You must be born of the Spirit. And he said, it's the same way that when you see the wind blowing, you don't know where it comes from. You don't know where it's going. You see the effect of it. You hear the sound of it. You see the wind blowing because it's moving something. Okay, If there's not anything to move, you don't see it blowing. If you've ever been in a jet, say at 43,000 feet, you don't see the air blowing even though you're moving through it at 570 miles an hour, right? But if you have clouds about, you see things blowing. He says the same thing with the Spirit. So verse 8 again, the wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but do not know where it comes from or where it is going. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Now verse 9, Nicodemus said to him, how can these things be? And I really think it's uh, this whole conversation, I don't think it was combative. I don't think it was anything like it. I think Nicodemus was truly seeking. I think the Lord knew his heart, and, and the, the, the body language would have reflected that, okay? Because verse 10, it says, Jesus answered and said to him, Are you the teacher of Israel and do not understand these things? You could take that in a certain kind of way and say it in a certain kind of uh, inflection and uh, voice and body language, and it would come across as being very demeaning, okay? come across as being sort of a cutting down type phrase. I don't think Jesus was saying that at all. If anything, I think he said it with a, uh, a twinkle and a wink in his eye, acknowledging that he's the teacher of Israel, that Nicodemus was, that he was the ruler of the Jews. Are you the teacher of Israel and do not understand these things? He's letting you know, you know, you know a lot of things. And there's no doubt he knew a lot of things. He said, but you don't understand these things, huh? Jesus continues, verse 11. Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and testify of what we have seen. And you do not accept our testimony. If I told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? So Jesus launches here. That's right there's probably about as far as we're going to be able to go right here. We'll pick it up next time. But he's dealing with some serious, significant things. Notice how he changed in verse 11. It says, truly, truly, I say to you, we speak. We speak of what we know and testify what we have seen. And you do not accept our testimony. All of a sudden, it changes to we. Remember how uh, when Nicodemus first came to Jesus, he says, uh, you know, Jesus, we know, Rabbi, we know that you've come from God. We. So he, he was using the plural like he's uh, either that queen singular plural kind of thing, or he's probably acknowledging, hey, you know, we as the leadership right here know that something's going on here. Well, now Jesus comes around and he 
sort of turns this back on him in a good way. Is Jesus speaking of the we from the triune nature of God? Well, likely, yeah. Because we see later on that uh, Jesus says, hey, I only did the things and said the things that the Father told me to say and to do. And so he's literally testifying right here that uh, there is a testimony of two or more. Remember the law? Remember how the law said you can uh, only by the testimony of two or three will you put somebody to death or believe something or in the new covenant uh, don't bring an accusation against the elder unless by the testimony of two or three. The same thing. Jesus is saying this. We, that's more than one, speak of what we know and testify what we, that's more than one, have seen. And you do not accept our, that's more than one, testimony. So what he's doing is he's like letting Nicodemus know, hey, these things you're curious about, these things you want to know about, they're testified about. They're testified in the law. They're testified in creation. And I'm testifying them to you right now. Uh, anyway, we'll stop right here. We'll pick it up the next time. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me. I'll see you then.